But you know, I don't think that it's artists today's fault that they don't have the same struggle as artists of the past. But I get what you're saying about having a greater appreciation. Yeah, I, it's not about me dismissing the artists of today. Like I, I get that there are hardworking artists out there, and there, there are artists who, ooh, am I close to my? That really do work hard. Like I watch Megan Thee Stallion freaking work out every day, you know. But it, it was just a different level of creativity that went into their artistry. Like I don't think people know this, but. Actually, let me segue into this. I was watching a Tina documentary, and this is where we this is this is where the conversation was picking up. Yeah, and go watch it on HBO. It's called Tina. It was really good. Um, but you know, those artists worked for she worked for pennies for a while. She wasn't she wasn't getting paid. She had to restart herself from a different artist. You know, and not a lot of artists can do that. The sound that she had with Ike was way different than the sound that she went into the, in the eighties. She had to revamp herself. Not yeah, because she wouldn't do that. Because I think she, well, with Ike and Tina, she was more so rock and roll, right? And then with just Tina, she was more so soul and Tina as Tina Turner. But not a lot. Not many artists can do that. You know, mm-hmm. segue into a different. Not many artists yeah, most be people, successful. Yeah, most people can't change genres, but I don't think she could exist inside of rock and roll because she would have always had to. Because right. at that quintessential part, you have to deal with... Because at that point in time, there were more recording industries. There was more people, more labels, and you had your rock labels, and you had mm-hmm. your soul labels, and you had diff- different people who dealt with different stuff. She couldn't operate in the rock sphere because those were all of Ike's friends. Right. So it's just like they weren't gonna fuck with you. That was another factor. I didn't. I didn't realize that he knew so many people in that space that she was he, being blackballed. Yeah, she. He just didn't produce her. Yeah, and there was a lot more people who were okay with the situation than like everyone let on. So that's why I was kind of like when we were broaching the subject that should Ike be inside the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm like, yeah, technically he did the work, but the amount of damage that he did to this person and the amount, like, what he did is, like... But we have to be careful with that because there's a lot of people in that rock hall that have done probably just as much or as far worse as he's done. I and mean, that's where we... Where do we draw the line? Like, I get what you're saying, Charles, but I can't, I can't separate the music from the person. And realize, okay, yes, this person was important to music. Of course, he was where they a shitty person, absolutely. And I would never want to fucking meet him ever again. I am very good with separating people from the music that or their the art that they make a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. But when part of your motif is being a couple, mm-hmm. uh. I don't think necessarily glorifying the relationship is the thing that we want to necessarily do. I don't think. I mean, we could. There is some probably some nuances you could do there. You could add on. It's just like inside of their whenever they do their montage inside the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. This is this is who I Turner. This is I Turner's music. This is who I Turner actually Didn't is. She get into the Rock Hall with. She's, yes, with she's him. she is in a Tita Turner she's, and I can. She's Tita. not. She's not there separately yet. I think she's on the bid this year. 
I mean, be. getting into the rock hall is basic. See, the funny thing, it's like getting into the rock hall is like getting a Grammy now. Yeah. I'm not sure if that's really the as big a deal as people let it on to be because as it stands, most people kind of look at the Grammys as kind of like Some people a still think it's a different, I mean, it's still a big deal to get in the rock hall. Like Mary J. Blige is up. Um, it's different black artists that are up for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you know? I mean, there are a lot of, well, a lot of rock contemporaries are upset because hip hop is getting in, but for for all intents and purposes, hip hop is the continuation was the continuation of what rock was. But so I, far. I, I find it funny now it's not important because now you have black artists being recognized, you know? That's a shame. I'm like, so now it's not important because white artists are being you know, well, it's like it had for for the music people, they didn't have it necessarily having to do with it being rock. It had to do with it. It was more so that they weren't doing rock and roll, that they were doing rap. So I like, think that there should be multiple music or just a music hall of fame, not just rock. But the and that's what that's the funny thing is just like that's kind of what the rock and roll hall. But then again, they were putting in pop stars before they were put right before they were just putting in rock stars. So, I mean, that's ultimately why the rock hall of fame inductee inductee people have said all for all intents and purposes, like, well, why can run DMC being here? Because like they really in terms of everything, it's just like they, at that point in time, especially the time that everyone thinks of run DMC, they, they exemplified the rebel attitude of rock and roll more than we did at that point in time. Cause by the time we hit the eighties, we were dealing with hair rock. As much yeah. as we all like it, there's not too much rebel in it. I actually like hair rock. I'm, there's nothing <laughs> like wrong hair. with liking like hair, hair rock. I like the hair. But when it. you're saying like the spirit of rock and roll, yeah. or the spirit of rock and roll was more so carried forth in hip hop than really it was in rock. They but, should really just change the name to the Music Hall of Fame because then it'll be, you know, this this won't be. And then you run into a whole nother litany of issues uh. because you because then you got to kick it all the way back to eight. 1800s and a bunch of people about to start getting upset. It's just like, all right, who are you about to do, ACDC or Beethoven? Oh my God. Don't, do all that I don't shit. think that they should be on ballots. I think they should just get grandfathered in. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, just want, just... oh, it's just to have enough common sense to be like, yeah, y'all are in here. Yeah. Just, yeah, just, like no, on. we. If it's like if we if somebody has to compete against like Mozart every single like, year, they're fucked. But yeah, like I think they should they just should be do like, like, like all y'all older, you know. Or just, even if they do like every time they do a new class of people, they do a, a leg a legacy, legacy class. Inductee. Yeah, that's a great idea. And do like five or ten legacy inductees. And so oh, they can like, honor no, the classics and still put them inside the Music Hall of Fame. We're going to get you guys all in here, but we just don't have the time to add you all at once because that'd be literally adding an entire wing to but the Rock Hall. Everybody, please, please go watch that documentary. That will be her last appearance. She's um, she's not doing too well. Oh, um, it'll be on HBO for forever. You no, know, it will be. I'm just saying, you know. I'm not sure she, if she gets paid by... I'm pretty sure she got played a flat amount and views well, don't necessarily matter, hopefully. She, yeah, she's 81 years old, but she's made it clear that... She done? She's she's pretty much done. Um, oh, I mean, that pretty that entire era is pretty... She can barely walk now. Like, that entire era is, for the most part, pretty done. Yeah, it's just sad. Like, I think Shaka Khan is the only person who's still performing out of that entire group. But it's just, group. it's just sad because you look at old footage of her just moving around and you know, just I don't know. It's just it's that rock star lifestyle. Yeah, 
just how it breaks you down. And I'm like, man, all of us going to be one day like this. And it's just like, it's hard. My, I am working very hard not to be like that. Because I've seen old people who aren't like that. Like, mm-hmm. there's this, like, 85-year-old dude that I, that goes to Planet Fitness. And he out here pumping iron. But I understand why she's like that. She's oh, yeah. had to endure a lot. And then she's moving around on stage and heals all the fucking time. And it's kind of like. Uh, the rock star lifestyle, the drugs, yeah. the sex, drugs, Drinking. rock and roll, and then dealing with Ike. Yeah. Moving around the hills. That's what done Sheila E. Because she was moving around the hills. They had to do surgery. She can't wear them anymore. It took one it's, of her calves. It's shorter than the other. I'm going to be real. Y'all probably shouldn't be wearing heels to begin with. Well, I I wear them like on special occasions, but yeah, I don't but wear with the I regularity love... that some people, some women wear heels, it's just yeah. like y'all need to like embrace flats. My mother was a big, huge heel fan. Like every time she stepped out, it was a heel. Now that she done fucked up everything, <laughs> now it's flats, 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 and I'm like, yep. Oh, she just said, get some nice running shoes. Run around like the. Suburban moms. I'm I'm a gym rat, so I'm not wearing no damn heels. You're not gonna stop me from. Oh, running, unless you're about to get the good old boondocks. I'm running. I can run at top speed in heels thing. <laughs> but like a hoe that's like. <laughs> but yeah, that's true. I think this transitions into our first topic pretty well, though. I was trying to remember. There's someone that's suing for their masters. <clears throat> Suing for the masters, not Taylor Swift. Taylor she Swift. She just re-recorded everything. I see. That's the. I don't even know how to. Genius. It, <laughs> see, that's the thing. Is like to a certain. Well, like the problem is her voice just doesn't sound the same as it did when she was a child. So that means there's always going to be two, ver, two versions, and there are going to be people who are stuck on the fact that that. Because I don't know who Scooter actually sold the. An asshole. The masters too. Oh. Uh, I liked her new album. Oh, Anita Baker. Really? Anita Baker. Oh, she's not going to get her master's. Well, what she said is that she waited the 35 years that is the... um, The limitation for... Yeah, limitation for them to own it. Yeah. And so now she's like, well, it's been that time. Can I get I want my things back. Right. And so they're trying to fight her on it. So which record label is this? Probably um, like NBC, Paramount, or okay. something. So yeah, she's state. relying on a little-known law to reclaim the rights to her old work, but there's a limit to how much it can do for her. Um, last week, the legendary R&B singer Anita Baker asked her fans to stop buying and streaming her music while she fights to reclaim ownership of her back catalog. Um. Miraculously, I have outlived all my artist contracts. They no longer own my name and likeness, and by law, 30-year-old masters are to be returned to me. Unfortunately, they're going to make me fight for it. I'm prepared to do that. Please don't advertise slash buy them. Um, It's easy to understand why her fans would be rooting for her, and if the contracts she signed specifically allow for it, she may be able to succeed. But... She refers to be appears to be referring to U.S. copyright law in particular, and based on the fine print, she probably wouldn't be able to use it to take back ownership of her old music, not most of it at least. Mm. So you got the Mickey Mouse law. Can You're I, never gonna beat that. No, can I can I segue into something else? What were you gonna say? Um, Diddy. What did Diddy? Diddy do? Um, 
talking out here about corporate America and them he not He is investing. corporate America. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm going to say what I have to say. I'm going to I'm going to read. I'm going to read. Diddy demands change from corporate America. We are prepared to weaponize our dollars. Hip-hop Sean Diddy Combs called out General Motors in a letter penned to corporate America Thursday. So, in a letter released Thursday titled, If You Love Us, Pay Us, a letter to Sean Combs and corporate America, Combs criticizes GM for failing, failing to fairly invest in black-owned media, exploiting black culture and more. Really, Diddy? I mean, <laughs> Cadillacs have been a status symbol for people for a while. I don't know. I There's understand like... that, Diddy, but don't you you know, exploit your artists and don't pay them their masters and their dollars. Uh, How many artists that were signed under Diddy are doing great or well? Not very many, because people on Bad Boy don't do fairly well. Bes- bes- Playing devil's advocate. Devil don't need an advocate. No, that, that devil don't need an advocate, because I asked who is Why? doing well. Like, um, I mean... Okay, we can we can say the artists that he signed in the eighties and the nineties aren't doing well, but we could probably also say that the system that he learned under and the tutelage that he got taught him that is the way that you conduct business here. So we don't as, ask white people to abuse us; we abuse uh, ourselves. No, no, that's not sense. that's not what I'm saying. What I'm uh-huh. saying is the way the game that he learned to play. Was, was that, that that's the way that you get oh, okay. That's how you do. So what I'm saying is, so but he could still return but, everyone's masters. But this was so what I'm saying, I'm not okay. Go ahead, sorry. And so, without y'all know Diddy's artist, right? Mm-hmm. I don't outside know. of Biggie, Faith. Okay, but, but outside of Biggie, who do you think would have made it without Diddy? I mean. I don't Craig Mack. I don't think most of people. That's the entire issue with Bat Boy is like a record label. It's just kind of like what. All up in the videos. What are they? I don't. Like, it's the entire mystique of Bat Boy. It was was the Diddy sauce that. Was it Diddy sauce? Yes. Or was he just. No, no, no. I won't say it's Diddy sauce because after you leave Bad Boy, it's hard to restart over. You have to forget. You forget how many pockets Diddy is in. Like, That's not Diddy true. Is cor- no, it is, it is true. No, I mean, he true. is corporate America. He is well, corporate America. Well, look, can I, well, I can give an example of people that have left Diddy and mm-hmm. were went on to be amazing. Okay. Um, All of the locks. So, Styles P, Jada Kiss... She glooch for a short period, yeah. Not well, really Jadakiss is for the most part, they all are doing yeah, very well. He did, he and did okay. I mean, what I'm talking to you is like he's had more artists fail under him, and this is like I mean, all right, I will fail, also say that that's, after leaving him. No, fail, no, I'll say I this. will also say that it's not necessarily fair to say people failed under you because 90% of artists fail under who everybody. failed under him, though. Danny D. Kane was oh, successful, Mace will, was successful. Biggie was successful. Faith Evans was successful. I'm um, talking about more so a recent track record in terms of just like who's recent. Uh, is MGK still is, signed to him? Yes, MGK is still a and doing pretty well. 
Yeah, he changed over to rock. Moderately. Things. He's doing good in rock. Not complaining about his contract. Oh, no, he does complain about his contract. No. A lot of... What does he say? <laughs> what, is like, he does complain he is. About his what does he complain? I've seen that. Uh, is that, for the most part, Bad Boys pretty much left him out inside of the cult because after they signed him because it's not like they did a large MGK push. I don't... He hasn't really... Like, his overall win share has not actually grown the way that it probably should have. He's doing good on that rock album, though. He is, actually. I'm not a fan of his pop punk album. I'm not but. either, but it's doing really well with the white audience. Mm, you know, right. it's doing really well. It's like... He pushed himself into that, though. It wasn't Bad Boy. And, I, but you're right. Bad I, Boy okay, so... But it's less what like, he's mad I about can't really... Is, them not promoting him. Yeah, I is mean, he mad about not getting paid. Unless I mean, I've never really heard his payment has been an issue with. Oh, and but that's what she's talking about. Talking about people being broke. All right, so let's not talk about promotion. Let's talk about the niggas that aren't getting paid. Like, I mean, mo- nobody gets paid on like, the first three. Like, really, let's but. let's not forget. Okay, so Mace penned a letter to him a year ago, and I remember this verbatim. He penned a letter. I don't mm-hmm. know if Diddy said something. About, you know, Andrew. black dollars. He's like, speaking of black dollars. <laughs> like, what he told Mace is, but you can buy them. N- n- it's like, n- I get if y'all were saying that Sony said this because Sony isn't also in the studio helping produce and turning Murder Mace mm-hmm. into Pretty Mace because Mace was a thug and on a killer wave. And when he got with Diddy, his whole motif, his whole brand, his whole image changed. That's what happened. So if I'm the one that created this whole image and persona for you, I'm also the one that's producing all of the music. So you am I not this. entitled to anything? He did. He got plenty. You see where Diddy lives and all his artists are broke. Yeah, he got plenty. Like, it's just, to me, I do not like Diddy. I don't like his energy. I don't, I don't like how have he, an issue how with tries. him saying, buy it. Jesus I tell him. It, it, it's just like, I don't like his energy. I don't like Jeezy doesn't he, complain. Jeezy is fine. So, like I'm saying, like. You don't know what what Jeezy says behind the scenes. Gorilla Zoe technically exists, still exists underneath him. Is he? Yes. Really? I mean, there are a lot of smaller artists that are around him, but. The problem always is with your first three records. No one ever makes many money off no, of their first three records. No. But now, I'll say, he put out Danny Kane. Danny Kane was super successful. He put out Day 26. Day 26, super successful. Uh, but here's Montana. my thing with Diddy. Like, I don't like his energy. I don't like how you try to... Now you want to be pro-black and brotherly love? Fuck I guess you. my thing is, like, is he not allowed to... I think he's to, always kind of been pro-black to well, a Well, not even degree. that. He, let's say he wasn't. Fuck is a man not allowed you. to evolve and didn't grow? Say, didn't say that, but you still playing that same fucking game. And it's kind of like, how? fuck you. Fuck you. But how is well, he still playing? I mean... But my, how is he still playing the game? My thing is, when you got to talk... When you talk to talk, you got to start walking yep, the walk. absolutely. And <laughs> when you look at it, it's just like... What you is he doing? You can't be angry at corporate America. It's just like, hey, you got to pay us. It's just like for using my images and stuff like that. Or it's just like, you got us. But then you got to start being kinder to the black people that were under you and help actually help you get all this money. So it's just like, yeah, you might want to let go so, let go of some of these people's masters if they're not actually real. It's so like, 
like telling people you gotta Being buy like, willing to sell it when most companies aren't even willing to come to the table because they don't have a reason to because there is no business reason to come to the table the only reason to sit down it's because I feel a moral responsibility Understand, to entertain this conversation. Understandable, but at the same time, outside of me this. feeling a moral responsibility to entertain and say, "Hey, if, let's come up with a fair number and work this he out." Never, when is he done? But that's, done? that's what he told Mace. Mace. But what, yeah, my he thing told is Mace when that. you start broaching the era things of morality, the moral thing would probably just be to release them. <laughs> You can't play. But, but can't the moral play thing would be to release them if I was Sony and I had done nothing to also contribute to this. Which I mean, I it's out of a, I mean, if you look at it and if you want to say I if you've done nothing, well, Sony owns the people who who employs the people who employ the people to to get them not to be necessarily the, be the thing. Technically, Sony, let's say, signed you, yep. and then what you did was go out find producers, have your own in-house camp, and then come back to Sony with an album. And you did that eight times. And now you come back and say, hey, I like my masters back. Sony has done nothing realistically outside of signing like, you and giving you a that, platform. Inside of that and, mechanism, yes. But that's yes. generally how labels operate. That is par for I the mean, course. Most re- yes, most like record labels give loads. They are a loan entity. Yeah, and you go out and you, you leverage your, leverage that loan and that money and, and your resource. You make, three, you make three good albums, and then hopefully you make more op- money off of those albums. You pay back your loans, and whatever you have in excess right. from those loans are yours. Yeah. Like, so hopefully. if I also was in the studio spending 12 hours a day, endless weekends, and focus on this, am I not entitled to some of it? Let's say, all right, you say, all right, I don't want you to own it anymore. We not I'm saying, saying all, right, all right, I mean, I'd be, I'd be down to be like, all right, I'll give you, se- we'll give you a 75-25 split or a, mm-hmm. 70, or a 66-33 split on the profit, mm-hmm. profit from your master. But just let you know. I mean, the thing about it is, I don't think most people are, the, the funny thing about it is, I don't think most people actually understand what their masters are actually worth because a lot of people think that they, just because they see these, like, Wayne's, selling for these large amounts, seeing these large numbers attached to these other artists. When Maze goes to sell his masters, he's probably only going to be able to sell them for like $15, 20000000 million. Mm-hmm. But my at, only at thing is, it's, it's that's 15, fine. <laughs> Whatever he gets, it's just Diddy also was actively there and had a hand in the creation. I get when corporations don't do anything and they just profit off of. And so if Diddy wasn't actively a producer, not him being in the videos, none of that. Mm-hmm. Him producing the brand identity. Bad boy. Diddy's more of a marketer than he is like a pure yeah. music producer. Yeah. But no, he's also a pure music producer because what he does is not actually com- sit down and like. Oh, Stevie J's producing. That's Stevie J's producing. Oh, true. that's the reason it's why I said he was more of a marketer. He, yeah. well, he, he has a holistic I mean, approach. He's to a the pure DJ. producer in the true sense of being a music com- producer. He's more of like a music composer. Stevie J is going to make the instrumental. He's going to tell Stevie J, I need you to take out this, this, and this, rearrange this. I'm going to have these people come in and play this. He's structuring and actually producing 
how it sounds, how it flows, what people are saying. So he's actually being a actual producer, more like he's a composer. Yes. He's coming up with a composition of the album. I mean, that's the thing. He does know how to make hit albums. And it's so like, that's what he, he has a lot of one hit wonders on his label, but it, that requires like a certain degree of understanding what a hit album is actually going to be. And that's, and so, but, but that's what bad boy was known for it. Like you're going to be flashy. You're going to put out hits. Like it was a certain sound. Like you knew the bad boy sound. You knew the bad boy aesthetic. I don't know. That was all Diddy. I get it. I get what you're saying, Tony, but what I do not like is somebody preaching to me and then you have a history of fucking people. Like, he got drugged for that comment. Everybody on the internet drug Diddy. And it's kind of like, I get it. What you're saying is correct. Absolutely. But then I have to look at you and be like, you're the same. I see. That's my issue. People are too worried about. Hold on. Hold on. You're the same type of corporate America that you're talking about. And y'all can like brush over this, but Okay, he has let's, a say, whole he is. let's say he it. is. Let's say he uh-huh. is. Let's say let's say he is. Uh-huh. Does that invalidate his point? I did I said he was right. But so all right, so people are too focused on the messenger to actually digest a real point. Why are you worried about the messenger when the point is still correct, because, valid, and be, should be because, more focused on than our, oh, because we don't like the messenger that said look, it, but hey, this I is the truth. I look at Diddy as the corporate America. I do. I look at but him as even the same entity do, as that. Does that make it any less true? All Should right. we, as a people, let's say we don't want to get behind. Be the face of that. Okay, let's say we don't get behind Diddy. Should we not, as a people, say, hey, let's put pressure on them for our own causes? Absolutely. And I will so join the, in when that happens. But so I the don't point is right. Diddy. But y'all, it's not going to happen because y'all are so upset at Diddy because Diddy is the one that said it that y'all are going to focus on being mad at I'm Diddy. I'm not and terribly y'all upset just with Diddy. Past. At the end of the day, I think we, as black people, it's another issue of compartmentalization. It's like we can handle our own issues privately. And because one of those things is just like if we as a group look at Diddy and be like, hey, you got to stop dealing with all all our people all fucked up. Like how you treat MGK is no, not really our problem. But the way you treat. How our- many people have died on Bad Boy? Oh, uh, <laughs> it's, it's the existence. <laughs> I mean, you souls, man. I'm telling you, man. He just be like it's existing. It's existing inside of majority of these people exist inside of gang culture, and a lot of them exist inside I understand, of South Florida. But like, it's like people I die. Just, I understand, but I don't know that that motherfucker is evil. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. <laughs> I'm not gonna broach the issues of morality because at the end of the day, I know even if he's evil, we should probably, as a unit, focus on the point. And then privately call I mean, that if nigga he's gonna to, throw it to if task. He, yes, we can privately hold someone up, so hold someone's hand in the fire. And then, while but we, if he's also gonna throw his money behind getting all, yeah, these and other that's people my thing. It's like while we want to shit on it, Diddy has money and, and power platform, and man, a platform so. that allows for leverage. So we might not like the nigga that's saying it. We but might hey, not like the crowbar that pulls up the floor, but if it gets the flooring pulled up at the end of the day, what does it necessarily matter? Yeah, and that's my thing. It's like everybody's too focused on, oh, but Diddy said it. So what? I just feel how I feel. It's not. I mean, it's like it's I'm not, not the biggest Diddy fan, but all I mean, but at the end of the day, we need to look at the entire record. Shook Knight was right. 
No, That's Suge Knight. Yes, he was. Like, if you want to call someone evil, Suge Knight's actually evil. So you think evil. Suge Knight was more evil than Diddy? Well. Yes. No. One person murders people. So did you don't think Diddy didn't have people murdered? Not that anyone can prove. Not any. Exactly. Uh. Diddy, Diddy had his son put on people. Don't get it twisted. Diddy is, wasn't his father a gangster? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know his what father was a big time drug dealer. Yes, he was. Diddy that doesn't necessarily. Hold on, Diddy's a part of that whole culture of. He Shug- may not be the. See, Suge Knight. Suge Knight actually out, called out Diddy. I respect him for it, and he was right. You know, Diddy is in the same entity as Suge Knight to me. He is no different, and yeah, he's had hits out put out on people just like Jay Z has. You ever notice why Jay Z's other kids? Are dis- disappeared? I don't know. I didn't know Jay Z had other kids. They claim to be Jay Z's other they, kids. Uh, what I'll why say you is got this. Pictures what I'll say is the, this. Okay. I mean, at that point, you probably okay. just threw money at them. Um, Throw money at a situation and make it go. It happens a lot in the music industry. If that's fine. Okay. I mean, it's not like if, any rappers don't have other kids. I guess it's not anything new. This is yeah. This is par for the course. All the things that you're speaking on. Let's say that. They do happen. Uh-huh. Um, if everyone's doing it, then no one's e- more evil than the next person. Yeah, I mean, then so how is Diddy the most evil? I knew who Suge Knight was. Suge Knight just showed so his face. So because you did know who Diddy was and he hides it, it makes it more evil? He's manipulative. He's more manipulative than Suge Knight is. But no, Suge Knight was wild. Nah. No, Suge Knight was... What Suge Knight did with Drake was wild. How Suge Knight... How Suge Knight portrayed it was, I can't be an angel around a bunch of demons. He was picking people off the fucking street. So, oh, uh, but you chose to surround yourself with demons. No, that's not necessarily no, true. No, he said that. That I is mean, why. But he chose it, to surround himself with demons. That's not the right way to behave yourself. I didn't say it was Even right if or you're wrong. picking up a whole bunch of demons, I didn't say it was then wrong. you should be the one that demon should things. be transforming I, them I, into angels. I never said it was Because you were once right. a demon yourself, so you beating on them, emasculating them, and doing all kinds of foul shit doesn't... Um, Cause like Electric, to you being death row was and, pretty and, much and just Doctor Dre. I, I forget the rumors about what Diddy does, how he emasculates, how he rapes people. It's it's basically okay, but I can to, talk about facts. Okay, you can talk about rumors. You can talk about facts, and that's just been a a thing in the music industry. I don't like that's to not, throw random rumors out there. It's that not I a can. random rumor. This is this has been going on. This has been no spreading for a, a cons- while. It's the whole Illuminati conspiracy. It's not Illuminati. This is that's where it spirals from. So, is the um emasculation of men and making okay. them do other things like that all spiraled from so, like the Illuminati y'all, y'all and Diddy straight. I don't care. Y'all what does that matter? Diddy, y'all don't believe Diddy don't go around fucking little underage boys? Okay. No, like I don't there's no I proof feel of like there would have been a reasonable that. amount of blackmail about that. So yeah. you sure? Yeah. Oh. One of our top um who was it? One of the pioneers of hip hop. His ass is not in jail. And plenty Ooh. of people done came out. Um, I can't think of the name. I will. Curtis Blow is a kind. It wasn't Curtis Blow. He had like a big, huge following of like little kids and boys in New York City. I will think of it. Huh? And I'll bring it up. 
because I don't. It's well, it's it's known. Now. Well, Google it. I will. Uh, I don't. It's like I can generally follow roots, but I'm just not. I know that it's very dangerous to throw things out there and not necessarily. Like, yeah, I'm I can't not cooperate just throw that on that. On that I don't know. Like, this is the first I've heard about any of this because I don't listen to things that people randomly say on the internet. Yeah, no, like I said, what I know is... Africa Bambada. Oh, Africa Bambada? Oh, well, yeah, that came out about him. Yeah, but is is he sitting in prison right now? No. What did he? Like, what did they say he did? Uh, he it said that he was touching um underage boys back in the day. Statute of limitations. Yeah, that's the reason why he's not in jail. That has nothing to do with. It. No, but it does. Like people hide that shit. How long did that shit go under the radar? I mean, but it's, it was him, just rumors. But that him time. being it doesn't like lend to other people being it. That's like, mm. yeah, they're sick people, but. Doesn't make uh, me sick. There's people that refuse to come back to the country. What is his name? Um, At which I, notice? Um, um, no, the um, white I, the boy. The producer you talking about? You talking about the dude who sat inside the Russian? No, the guy that married his uh, stepdaughter. Step- that was not no, he's in the country, ain't he? Uh, some Allen. Oh, I know. Oh, Woody Allen? Yeah. Oh, Woody yeah. Allen. Robert Polanski, I thought you. He just won't come here. Yeah, because they're trying to toss his ass. Exactly. (laughs) So, so what I'm saying is like, I understand. There's yeah, there's in every field there's going to be depravity, and so unless it's going to be confirmed, I'm not going to just throw it on people Um, because that's something that people like to throw on rich people because. Mm -hmm. They have nothing better to do than speculate how they got rich and what they're doing behind I'm the scenes. I'm not saying these out here just having blood sacrifices or none of that. I just said I look at them sideways and I do not trust them. That's I mean, all I'm gonna keep it that way. And y'all can, I wouldn't be shocked if something came out about. Oh, I'm it. never gonna be shocked if anything. Yeah, comes I'm not shocked. I don't anybody. trust anybody. I'm not shocked <laughs> about anybody, but it's I don't like, just assume everything of anybody either. I just be like, well. That's what happened to them today. A lot today. of people All are right. pretty shitty. So if another person pops up that's pretty shitty, I'm not really surprised. Yeah, like I grew up around people that were actively burning their daughter's vaginas so they wouldn't um, be appealing for sex. Right. And then also actively like letting random grown men have sex with their like two year old. Right. So I've seen a very fucked up world. So anybody being a fucked up person. Don't surprise me. It's just not something that I go around speculating on people either because it just it's not productive. Allegedly, I should say allegedly on here. Sorry, allegedly, all this is alleged. Uh, unconfirmed. We don't know none of that. That's not alleged. She just made that up. She just said that. This is allegedly. I'm assuming there's no allegations. Oh no, there's allegations require someone actually coming out and accusing. I have to say it. Well, yeah, no, you have to say allegedly, so you can't say you slandering that man. Yeah. Oh no. Oh, which is craziness. Cause yeah, no, that was. I'm not the only person slandering. So I mean, just because you're not the only one doesn't mean that it's the right thing to do. I don't care about slandering Diddy. Oh. <laughs> Until he come after all your money. I said allegedly all hundred dollars. He gonna come. He gonna come after every dime that you ever make. Okay. Gonna be like, I said allegedly, y'all. You gonna buy a house? He gonna put a lien on it immediately. <laughs> it's just like. Yeah, I'm going to take your $40,000 house because you talking about me. 
All I know. If he is. really the type of person that you think he is, he definitely petty enough to pay a lawyer. Of course. Pay, pay a lawyer or retainer. I already said allegedly. Charles already said allegedly. I didn't say this was true or not or false or whatever. I said rumor. I said allegedly. Uh, Can't really say anything else. Oh no! You have to start the statement with allegedly, from what I understand. I can talk with some no, lawyers. No, you can say it after I say it. All this is alleged. Thank you. All I know is you just have to use it. I think that people should focus more on the point that Diddy was making, Rather. and being mad at Diddy about him responding to GMC using his network's name. It's kind of petty because that's why he wrote the open letter. It wasn't like he just came out of nowhere with it. GMC was getting called out for not um, advertising on black networks by themselves. They name drop, oh, we advertise on Revolt. And Diddy was like, excuse me, you don't give us nowhere near the type of business that you give the other networks. And I so, have the numbers. Yeah, and so that's my thing. It's like, well... And you pretty much only sell Cadillacs. He spoke because they you tried sp- to use my me- you tried to use my set you tried to use me to shield yourself from criticism yeah and he was just like excuse me sir yeah so that's my thing it's like we should focus more on the point of hey maybe companies should invest more in black media and oh there's an entire conversation about black people not being able to get the amount of money from different entities that that white people get for no particular reason but that's a whole nother conversation. We should move on to censorship. Okay. So my question about for this was, y'all been on Facebook, Instagram, all that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You've seen someone potentially get shot by the cops on there, right? Yeah. Yes. And it could be days after, and you can still see that. All it's going to say is like a little gray screen says, this is sensitive material. Yep. I saw that today with DMX posing with dogs. Yeah. So. Cartoon dogs. Why is that acceptable, but you can't be nude on social media? Because we've galvanized ourselves to violence. Hold on. I have a I have something to say. Because I follow um, a couple of sex workers, and they've touched on this. How there's they're censored because they're nobodies. But you got Gwyneth Paltrow or Kim Kardashian posing naked, and that's fine. You know, these people get away with anything. But then you got little girls on TikTok being half naked that are underage, and that's socially acceptable. So so who 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 are they really penalizing? Uh, Just regular women or what? I mean, I follow some people with OnlyFans because they also do nerd stuff. Yeah. And they've had problems on TikTok because, like, this girl named Vivica, she has OnlyFans, and apparently, I guess, is pretty big. But it's like, but she here runs into problems constantly. It's just like this this photo isn't revealing at all, and it technically has no sexual context. It's just me inside of this latex suit. But y'all just took it down. And, I mean, it's not the first time that sex workers are kind of used to lift something up and then they're kicked off the thing. It happened with Patreon. It's probably going to happen with TikTok. It's kind of the what tech does when people start paying attention. But I, I just want to say the hypocrisy. You know, I get what you're saying, Charles. You oh, know? I understand that it's hypocritical. 
but but, but no kids, one's gonna no one's gonna actually fight for sex sex workers is not something no, that we do but kitty porn is fine like all this movement about child pornography and shit but then i, I mean, turn on tiktok you got underage girls half naked dressing how they're not supposed to be dressing it's kind of like so what is socially acceptable because right now you're telling me that underage girls are fine dressing half naked but me being a sex worker having my boobs out and my nipples covered isn't so which one is it are we are we going to be morally right or not i don't know what half naked actually is so it's like are they in bikinis are they they'll say bikinis we'll say then technically that's legal and fine I mean, she like got saying, sex workers in or let's say they they're in uh, their bra and panties, right? Still legal and like and technically, yeah. But you probably, as a thirteen-year-old, shouldn't, shouldn't be, on be popping that. I mean, I'm pretty sure inside of the terms of services, I think it says you're for most social media networks, you're not actually allowed to join if you're underneath a certain age. So that technically legally covers them because at that point is their parents not managing their access to the internet. Mm-hmm. I guess gonna... I get what Katrina's saying, where it's like, oh, I completely totally get it. I'm just saying, is looking like, to be moral realistically. Y'all no, are, they're looking to cover their asses legally. It's all about the dollar because I guess, like, yes, I Sex guess from what being I see, a part is, of a platform is undermines your dollar, bottom line because yeah, certain entities won't work with you, things yep. like that. And so, so as soon as you got to the point where, like, that became a thing and people started paying you advertising bucks, yeah, kick them to the curb. Same thing Patreon up. did. Twitter hasn't done it. Patreon did that? Yes. Patreon used to be the literal equivalent to OnlyFans and they kicked everybody off. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I follow a lot of large technological things and I see the large waves of this. Like, when Patreon got big enough, like basically everyone used to do their photos through Patreon and they kicked them off and that's the only reason why OnlyFans exist. Mm-hmm. Do you think OnlyFans is gonna stay the porn thing? It's their it's main squeeze, but the more people actually come but the thing is because like OnlyFans is purely subscription based, I don't think they get any money from anywhere else and I don't think they have any outside investors currently. If they start selling to outside investors and they things will. like that when their Patreon happens, then and trust yeah. me, all these OnlyFans pages, like if you advertise, even Linktree that you're starting to use, like sex workers starting to use Linktree, they're gonna start deleting those things. Like that's what I said. Like if you're a sex worker right now, save your coins. Save your. I mean, you're gonna I mean, figure out another way, but quintessentially. I mean, you could ultimately, there's probably somewhere, there's probably a market for a web application that allows it, allows for these people to pretty much all run their own digital storefronts inside of this. Yeah, but it's, you make more money off a social network yeah. than you would off a Because it's pretty much else. marketing. Right. That's why I said when a lot of these girls, and they're not looking because a lot of these girls, their pages are getting banned and everything else, I, sell, I tell them, like, Save your dollars or go to go do webcamming. I mean, yeah, it kind of sucks. I but know. I just know Twitter hasn't done it. I know for sure. Not yet, but they're gonna start. Well, I don't think Twitter is going to. I don't start. think Twitter cares. Not now. <laughs> they they are starting to though. From what I've, I I know. Like I haven't really seen too much of an issue. All the like you can pretty much do whatever you want on Twitter. I mean, Titty Tuesday is a thing that exists on Twitter. But but. I nah, said, I know a lot of their settings are set up where you have to actively go and set it up where you can see like 
explicit photos. Explicit yeah. photos and like adult content. But one of the websites used to be like that and then they totally switched it up overnight. It was um Tumblr. Tumblr, yeah. Well, well, Tumblr had a child pornography problem. Right. But, but <laughs> so they just nuked with, it all. But that could be that could well, happen I with don't Twitter. Think that it, it would happen in the same way it happened with Tumblr because Tumblr was like pages. Yeah, you had like small microcosms. Technically, you can make things privately. And yeah, Twitter is more stuff. like you just it's an RSS post feed. stuff into like the fear, and if you're following it, so they probably just nix all the accounts, right? And not really like change like or make them verify, right? But all I'm saying is like the censorship in this country is backwards yeah it's, real, <laughs> it's like it's, it's reactionary like, are we trying to be morally right or you guys just don't like women I showing mean, their bodies Is well it, it's the, pretty much the it's how do i put this without actually uh might as well not really necessarily it's pretty much just people being upset about other people being pretty free with themselves and it's just like it's partly it's partly like the Christianity that's baked into this entire country, which is weird because it's not really supposed to be, but uh, like that's we're allowing it to go like govern our morals. And we really shouldn't be because most of these people are moral and they're trying to put up a face or a facade that they're being moral. But it's like they're the people who are saying that like mm-hmm. you need to take these pages down and there are people sending them probably most of the money. Yeah, overly moral people. I look at them sideways now. It's not like I mean, there are some people who actually live yeah, more alive. Absolutely, yeah. I, I, those but, people aren't two faced. I was like, yeah, that's how you feel. That's how you feel. I get it. You know, you don't agree with my work line of work. I get it. But those also also aren't the people who are actively seeking out porn to actually know that it exists exactly, to begin with. Exactly. So, it's kind of like well. How'd you get here? Exactly. Right, right. It's you, just like you know there are these OnlyFans models that are <laughs> such and such and such and such. Little, little, little do you know, Representative same, Jeff has like with, a burner bank account that's only for his OnlyFans thing. Same with porn stars. Like I was watching a documentary about life after porn, and it's kind of like this one lady worked at her. She she got a real estate license or whatever. She was a big time porn star. She quit. She went straight and narrow. They called her into office and fired her. It's like, well, why did you fire me? Because you did well, porn. Well, we found your porn online. Like, what? What were you doing researching my porn? <laughs> well, I mean, you can do it. It's a name. pseudonym. It's just like, like my husband Jeff was jerking off to your stuff, and I fired you. That's what you deserve. I think that's bullshit, though. But it's I mean, it's like, the entire issue. It's kind of well, it's kind of an issue in America because most people can be fired for no for any reason at any point in time as long as a country wants to or a, uh, not a country or co- a company wants to so it's kind of like we tell these women okay well just go get a regular job okay i'll go get a regular job nah, I'm oh no you can't you can't work here because you used to do such and such it's like well which one is it i don't know i mean we're one of the well a lot of first world countries have sex work ban or ad nauseum but they they want to try to they should just legalize it I mean, legalizing it, legalizing it, you know, we being able to tax people for uh, 
basically being hookers and b- selling weed would probably fix a lot of our tax economy. Well, well yeah. Well, the <laughs> thing is, like, if they legalize sex work, they can concentrate on my um, issue the is bad parts of underage shit. Oh, not even the illegalization of sex work. It's the villainization of legal yeah. sex work. It's like, like there is a very different delineation of the person that's walking down the street selling their body or whatever the they want to the services they're offering versus the person that selling new, new pictures just online. from a legal standpoint. Right. And so yeah, if they're standpoint. doing something legal, I don't get why we yeah. have such a issue with it. They're not hurting anybody. This is something that we've deemed a moral acceptability in our society since it's allowable correct correct mm-hmm. all right so where is the fucking issue now if they're like hey let me go find this stranger and fuck him for some money and then put it on camera that gets a little questionable well it's legal ain't it, it the porn is legal this is the this is why well I you can't get. show yourself getting paid for the act of sex I, that's the illegal I part i think if you are too look <laughs> that- I, I'm I understand the technical technical reasons for that, but that is such an odd caveat. It's like you can't show the changing hands of money. So what you can do is you you can frame it in the sense of the production is paying for this actor, yes. Here's my thing. And their time. Yes. But we don't know what they're going to be doing with that time. Or even for that time. Because you can pay for porn scenes. Like You can produce porn and that's legal it's not um, prostitution no but it has to be like a contract and set up that way where it's like all right we're gonna shoot this this is gonna be paid so i mean there's ways that i guess prostitutes could turn this into a legal business but that's also a lot of hoops to jump through to be like all right we got to sign this and it's got to go out but here's my to be distributed because a lot of niggas aren't trying to you know but here's my put that out here's my thing though why if I don't want my face out there, if I just want to be a prostitute, right? If I want to have consensual sex, you know, consensual. I'm not talking about rape. I'm not talking about being forced into prostitution. If that's what I want to do with my body and I don't want to be taped, then why isn't why is that deemed horrible? Now you gotta it's, wear a ski mask. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, it's I mean, it there's only one state where it is legal, which is Nevada. Well, a person about it. You know, it's crazy. Knock the strip. Yeah. Which is, they do it anyway on the strip, but it's just not. Well, the, see, the strip <laughs> is such a defined place in Las Vegas, technically. It's not <laughs> legal in Las Vegas. Mm, no, it's. It's legal in Nevada. It's not legal at all in Las Vegas. Yeah, so Sin City. The place that you go. Well, the thing is, Las Vegas is. is, But the thing about Las Vegas is, Las Vegas is a city, but it's not the entirety of the city. So, like, you could technically go out to one of the suburbs. I mean, yeah, you can probably get it popping in Henderson and shit like that. Yeah, but there, there. I want to make my money on the strip. No, (laughs) no, nothing in nothing in actual Las Vegas. You think about it. You know how many people. I mean, there are definitely probably escorts that you can call. You can probably pay them outside when they're coming from Henderson and pay them to come to you and then sleep with them there. And then there are escort escort services are legal. Yeah, you can hire escorts. Yeah, like you can hire escorts. You just like, oh, I'm just gonna get him a massage. I'm not having sex with him. Like, just be like, so you can't really arrest me, can you? 
Oh, I mean, go have your fun. But the problem with it is more so just the fact that we have the the people have to jump through all these hoops just makes it chronically unsafe. Yeah, doing it. So it's more so a safety thing that like, I'm thinking of. Like just one, like one one lady came to me off this website. She's like, "Well, I'm paid such and such," and I'm like, "No, that's low." If I have to do my own do, due diligence of doing background checks and shit, why are you paying me that little? It's like... <laughs> it's like I can do this shit on my own, then. You're not... Safety means everything, you know? And, I mean, with an escort service, you're pretty much paying for a pimp. But, but yeah. But if they made this legal, then... They will feel comfortable going there will to the be police. More eco- there will be more, there will be better ways of going about it. Yeah. You would have to police less things, just like with exactly. the entire weed thing. It's just like, you know how much money y'all waste cracking down on weed sellers? Exactly. They it can, would all go out the window. They can tax them, you know, and, you know, they will better have a better relationship with the police. You're absolutely right. And they can focus and, on child trafficking rather can, than... Or job. just sex trafficking in general, where yeah, you're, just, where you're general, snatching you're right. people and making them sex slaves. Exactly, they will have more of a more of a a, a relationship with the escorts and the prostitutes. It's just than, like you can, they can point out the bad places, or they can exactly. tell you where the girls who got snatched up from Bolivia or wherever yep. the hell they're from, and yep. it's just like it brought brought over inside of the containers, like almost. Most progressive people believe that this is the where you should go, and most it's weird because whenever you poll America, they most people believe this is the meth the way that you should go, but the people who actually vote aren't the people who they poll. Yeah, the answer is no. So it's like the people who are voting for these things and come up with the laws, the people the the people who want these changes and the people who actually vote aren't the same group of people. So this is never going to happen. Right. So unless these, unless that other group actually goes out and actually does stuff. I think there's the generation Z, uh, Z, V, Z is the one after millennials. All right. Z. Z. Yes. I think that since the boomers and before were very, very focused on voting. Then there was like our generation in X that was like, fuck out of our faces, my nigga. Ah, ah, ah. And we just did whatever. But boomers and the older generations have a very conservative perspective. Yes. And so they've been voting this entire time. And yes. so it stayed conservative. Generation Z, on the other hand, does is, not have that perspective. It's very much mild talk cocktail and Tifa type. They're work. also very interested in politics and voting and being inside of that sphere, unlike how we were. So I, th- I mean, I exist like later millennials are more so in there, but there you could argue they're, they're starting more so to. But I think it has something to do with the way that we came into this economy. It's kind of like, well, fuck y'all voting. I was, I mean, I was always politically activated, but that's just the nature of my family. Right, right. Uh, it was see, like I, my grandmother was beat me over the head since I was young. Take your ass out there and vote. You ain't gonna vote because your ancestor. I'm like, man, I get it, but they also gave me. I mean, a it wasn't my ancestor. No, they, it was literally just them. No, it was like <laughs> my mom gave me that chat. And I'm like, they also gave me the right if I want to vote or not. I don't have to go out and vote if I don't feel like I should. If I if I literally hmm. do not like 
anyone or anything on that ballot. I shouldn't. I should have the choice and the freedom to say no. That's not your decision. Mm, no, I can't say no. I can't say. You no. gotta say yes. I just <laughs> well, say it's no. just like I don't no. know. No. It's one of those things of like they're. I understand that oftentimes the choices aren't necessarily all that great, but there is de- typically a better and a worse choice. And it's one of those things where talking to my Caucasian compatriots, they get upset about a lot of these things. It's just like, well, why aren't you guys voting the way that you think we that we think you should vote? Because y'all are just kind of showing up to this party. So <laughs> when y'all really are about it, because the funny thing is, is, you guys always say you guys about to walk this walk. And when the, when the rubber hits the road, half the time y'all never show up. Yeah, that's true. So we going to keep picking between the worst between. Worst of two, two evils, evils until you come on, until you actually right. really get on the train and actually really dedicate right. yourself. Because y'all aren't really throwing your money behind it. You aren't doing a lot of things. You're not using, like, some people are using their privilege. I will say some people are, mm-hmm. but a lot of people aren't. Like, with this, uh, with the stop Asian hate thing, it's just like a lot of people, a lot of like Asian people are calling out the Black Lives, like Black Lives Matter and Black activists out here. Why? Like, because they're not as activated for the Asian hate thing as they were for the black people thing, even why, though some are. Why should we, excuse me, Asians, um, um, excuse y'all, but I don't remember y'all being so active with Black Lives Matter either. I remember, I remember in your country that you were kicking black people out of their homes during COVID. That's what I remember. And I remember you guys beating people up in fucking nail salons um, and shit. It's just, it, it, I, I mean, let, let's get down to the nitty gritty when it comes to Asians and blacks. I mean, but all that can be pointed at as white systemic racism and how they pitted us against each other. Oh, no, I but, definitely think that's indefinitely true. And I think this can all, like, when and, you look at them, is like, all right, this is true, but at the end of the day is, like, I think ever, like all the minorities are starting to figure out, like, oh, they don't like any of us, really. That, but why did it take all that to figure that out? Because. because it's kind of like, no, 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 this is, this is because it's anger towards me, because I've seen black women get beat up in fucking nail salons. Like, I'm not... I, I get it. What's going on is wrong. Absolutely. I am totally against it. Yes, stop the hate and all this. But I don't owe you my leverage of my black voice saying stop Asian. I don't. Because you didn't use your voice. I, that's fair. I don't think that you owe anybody anything. But what, what I will say is that most people in any situation don't really identify they don't understand the heat until they feel the what's fire. going on unless they experience being Charles to just like for easier situations have lots of conversations where Charles expects other people to have a certain p- perspective or certain like mm. just base understanding of things and I always have to tell him you come from a place that gave you that mm-hmm. that's not broad and par for the course so when people get there is when they get there and you got to just allow people to get there because if we always just mad at everybody getting there late then we just always just isolated so while i recognize that there is some reconciliation that needs to be done between the two groups that Mm. is 
it's counterproductive to the stance that we need to have now. I understand, but don't, I don't even think it's counterproductive understand. to the stance that we need to have now. I think that we can walk and chew bubblegum. I think that we can say, hey, we can reconcile I'd like while we move to forward. sit down and us have discourse about the relationship between the black and Asian community. And I would like the leaders of the Asian community and Asian activist groups and leaders of black community and black activist groups to come and sit down and let's reconcile some of the issues that we would like to address with y'all and the way that we feel like we were mistreated. I think we can do that as well as say, hey, you also shouldn't kill them. I think you can do both at the exact same time. And that's it for me. It's not that you have to pick one or the other. I think that we are nuanced enough that we can say, hey, we have issues with y'all because we have a complicated past because y'all were given certain privileges that allowed you to invest and build your wealth off of our communities. There's some reconciliation that we would like to do with that, especially with the way that certain things were framed. That's very fair. You white people also got to stop killing them, though. And that's it. It it can um, be both. Like, during COVID, like, just seeing what was going on with Africans, you know, on those parts in Asia, you know, getting, um, being turned down for, you know, bus service or getting kicked out of their homes and, or being turned away from the hospitals. It's kind of like. I think that's unfair. It, it's really. That's unfair. I understand, but. That's not fair, though. I, I they're, I get it. Nothing is fair. No, but life. what I'm but saying I'm is saying it's unfair is, to blame people who are born in this country I understand, but for people those that are do their things. Families no, it's not. Yeah, it's, they are. Regardless, regardless if those just because they happen may have the relations, same, that doesn't mean same, that they're the same, the same thing. But the same That's the why same they're being targeted right towards, now is because the same dissertation towards black people seeps into American culture here with Asians. Like you've seen it. True, We've but seen it. we can't blame them for anything that has happened in another country. That is not their responsibility plight. I'm talking about the culture, Tone. It's just but it, it's it's a whole thing to where I understand what's going on over there isn't completely their fault, but that is their culture. That's how they view us. And it's kinda like, well, okay, I get it. I mean, you can, can say be, but, potentially but that's Asians, how people but, view you if they're from. But, but Asians, Asians if they're thinking that recently from there. But, but Asians thinking that we owe them our voices because we don't speak up for them. Like I, I said, I don't. You don't owe. That's not what I'm saying. You don't right. owe them your voice. That was just my answer but to that. The you not owing them voice doesn't have anything to do with the people here who are born here that are Americans that have had nothing to do with anything not, that people in China have done. I, I didn't say anything with China's done. I said it seeped into their culture in America and to their people. I wouldn't say so, that it seeped into their culture it, in America. It, so, no. So what I would say, no, what I would say is uh -huh. that it's white supremacy that is the leading culture in America and <clears throat> for all intents and purposes, White supremacy says, shit on the black person and you can get ahead. 
Yeah. So what and they, they still d- followed that. So what they so you're right. There, there so there's kids. reconciliation that we need to do with them because they wanted to ignore the fact that the whites were shitting on them so they could feel superior and shit on somebody else. So yes, there's reconciliation that has to happen inside the communities, but that's not that's separate from us saying white supremacy is a continual issue and it's going to continuously claim lives. This is just Dylan Roof in a different setting. Mm -hmm. So this isn't just an Asian issue. This is all of our issue because white people get guns and kill minorities. Yes. They don't just kill Asians. They don't just kill blacks. They just kill people of color. Color, yes. So it's no longer, uh, oh, we can say, yeah, Asian, let's stop Asian hate because that is what the focus is right now. But the overarching issue is white supremacy is leading white people to be like, you know what? I'm going to just start killing minorities. But I, I, I get it. I get what you're saying. All I want that that energy, because I've been seeing that, I want the Asians that come out and say, well, why aren't Black Lives Matter speaking for us? And why? But I'm like, well, start recognizing the issue of why that is. You know, I'm not saying they're wrong in their convictions. I'm not saying we can't come together. <sighs> but I'm just saying the way we can come together is them start recognizing, hey, yeah, that was fucked up. Yeah. You're absolutely right. You part of it is grappling them grappling with a situation that one is not inherently any Asian's fault. They are considered to be the quote unquote model minority. Exactly. They're perfect at they act perfectly. They they strive for all the American ideals. They do the hard work thing. And they they go in a they go into a lot of these situations and, and like typically they're and they just work really hard and do all the things the white people say that my, all the minorities do, pull themselves up by the root sets, yada, yada, yada. But inside of that, it's one of, it's, this is them learning that, like, white people acting like you're perfect. They're the perfect minority also because of their skin tone. Yes, this is also true. That is a, a certain very degree of colorism. big factor. Not even a degree, it's a main factor because a lot of, Foreign, just people who come from other countries are inherently hardworking just because they naturally recognize the advantages that are here that most Americans just be like, well, this is normal. And their kids generally, like Jamaicans who come here, usually work really, really hard. Or Haitians, like, so, but I would say that it's them being a lot fairer skin that lends to them being because it's the same for like white passing Brazilians. They yeah. get that same type of treatment. But the the but the other odd thing is if you really pay attention to what's going on inside of the upper echelons of most country companies, just like you don't see black people there, you don't see that many Asian people there. Like you see one every single once in every single while, but you don't see like you don't see that many people Asian people on board of directors. One Every single once in a while, but that's really about it. Unless it's a Japanese or Asian held company, which there are a lot of inside of America, because you have like the Sony's, you have the Tsubas, you have Samsungs and things of that nature with large operating fronts here in America. And I that's kind of something that 
that's another fundamental thing that black people don't have that we are kind of deprived of is that we don't have the money that is capable of coming in from an outside entity and basically investing into the American infrastructure and giving us the amount of mm, power that the Asians have as a, as a group, they were allowed to build insulated communities, Chinatowns, Japan towns, in various places to like insulate themselves and be able to still hold on to their culture within themselves. Because whenever black people try to do something like that, it gets blown up or it gets set on fire or bad shit happens to it. So it's just, it's just, I feel like this is ultimately an entire race of people looking at it and being like, I thought these people actually had like liked us, but they, I guess they really don't. Because when the rubber hits the road, they have no problem cutting us loose. Quintessentially. Yeah. And this is just basically an entire race of people just being like, oh, oh, for real? This is how it's going to be? And this is how it always was. You just didn't know. Now you know. So... Sucks to suck, but you already got cut loose. You on the back train cars and the rest of the cars going going away. Because we're not blaming black people on the COVID thing. We blaming y'all. So, yeah. Hey, I remember when people blamed black people for Ebola. Ebola. Huh? Uh, all the worst plagues typically come from white people. I'm going to say that normally. <laughs> Hey, I just, you know. Uh, smallpox. Yeah. Black plague. Yeah. Well, everybody's getting their nigga wake up call, huh? That's what Paul Mooney coined it. The nigga wake up call. I mean, it was going to happen at some point. I think every single minority had to figure it out that these people don't actually like them. Like the only thing that's not ever really going to, the only group of people that I can say that white people are probably always going to be, are always going to have in the pocket is the hyper-conservative Cubans. Because they are so anti-socialism because of everything that happened with Castro and them getting kicked out of the country to the I point get where... that. Is that they are never going to cross that line. I get that. You know, you, they'll, they'll go... Yeah, I get it. Yeah. But... This is a random conversation oh from censorship i mean <laughs> we were talking about stop asian hate so you know we just segue mm. segue happened good oh, for we us forgot to segue into it's when we were talking about music into dmx and giving our condolences oh yeah we definitely got to give our condolences to dmx this is a, that's an entirely sad story i had to go look back up about because there was a, I couldn't remember what DMX actually went to jail for. And I guess he was literally just in and out of jail on drug and dog stuff. Yeah. Yep. I got to light a, like a white candle for him, you know. Because originally there was, there were some allegations that he raped somebody back in the day. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if those ever, are true. Nope. I don't <laughs> it's like I don't think I've ever heard of that. I heard that on one of the charges that one of the reasons why I went to jail is just like, no, it was really just drug charges. Because the weird thing is, as much as you hear about, as wild as DMX portrays to be, he 
he actually didn't really get like as a kid and like any kid in the hood he got into some trouble with the cops he wasn't but once he removed himself in that situation outside of drugs he was for the most part fine he was, he was a womanizing drug addict but nothing like he's no know, more deplorable than any other music artist it, it you know, it was just sad listening to how he got addicted to drugs, and you know, yeah, it, it, you know, these adults we're supposed to mentors, adults, you know, just be careful who you follow. It was, just <laughs> and like, it was purely out of jealousy, I suspect. That's why you gave him crap, laced yeah. it in his damn weed. I mean, when did DMX really? <laughs> did DMX start hitting when he was seventeen? No, he was 14 years old. His mentor gave him... I didn't know he was 14. Yeah, he was 14 when he got it. He he was 14. Because I don't know when DMX really actually hit in terms of things. (laughs) So I guess he was about 25 or so when Rough Riders and all that other stuff came out. um, I don't know. Let me check. Whoa. It just it just goes back to that video Azalea Banks put up, you know, and and you could say what you want, but she talked about the music industry and how, you know, these record labels don't step in and yeah, their job is not the best health coverage, but they'll they're fine giving you pills, they're fine giving you drugs because you can stay up all night, rap all night, you can do the work all night, but as soon as something happens... Yeah, they cut you loose. And then you're more valuable dead than alive. So it's just like, nowadays yeah. you are. And it's just sad. It happens kinda, every single time for the most part. Right, if you're but, not an independent artist, his all his music top right she, back up she there on the She was saying place. some real shit. Like, everybody thinks Azalea's crazy, but she's like, I haven't... I got the residuals off my first album just this year. She's like, people kept telling me to get help, get help. She's like, I couldn't afford to get help at that time. And the thing is, is that people don't like to discuss these things, but she was talking about something real serious. She wasn't bashing at other artists. She wasn't doing any of that shit. But I felt it. And, you know, when are we going to hold these labels accountable also? Because they'll shove pills in your face. Be like, here, here you go. Oh, probably never because there's only like two now. (laughs) It's like, but who I'm are you going to hot? If, like, if, how you going to hold the nuts and bolts of the machine accountable? Yeah. You can't take them out. Like, there's a lot more independent artists and stuff like that now. And now that SoundCloud and, all, and Spotify and things like that, like, the nuts and bolts have kind of moved around. But now Spotify and Pandora and all this other stuff has gotten so big that they can't get, they can't be moved. <laughs> But so, also, also, I, be careful of the company y'all keep around you. Not everybody wishes you, has good intentions for you. So, you know. Sorry. Oh, that's real sad. Uh, yeah, it's just, it is sad. You know, I, I was hurt when I heard that. I don't know. He was one of the good ones. He was, he had his faults, but he was. Better than some, worse than others. <laughs> Better than a lot of, you know. I feel like a lot of his faults stem from him being hooked on drugs, which inherently wasn't his fault. No, his his childhood, I guess. Yeah, I don't know what his actual childhood was like. So. Um, 
he was beaten to the point that the teeth were knocked out of his mouth. It was his mom, wasn't it? Yeah, his mom was very abusive, and she used to let like let her boyfriends beat him. So he ran away from home, and then went to juvie, and then got out, and met this guy, and then got hooked on crack. That is. Yep. All the adults in his life failed him. Yeah. At every stage. So yeah, no, the story of DMX is a very sad story. So that's why I was like, mm, when he passed away, and he's one of my favorite artists. Yeah, I was oh no, I didn't realize my flesh, my blood, uh, and like his first two albums both came out in the same year. And let's not. Oh yeah, no, he <laughs> dropped two albums that went platinum or di- mm-hmm. um double platinum in the same year. Yeah, and, no. let's, and let's not forget, DMS was talking down about the industry for a minute, you know, before it became. Well, it's like I think someone had a re- reasonable thing because a lot of people don't like DMS because he sounds aggressive. And it's just like, well, why? Like a lot of people, a lot of white dudes sound aggressive. Why is he not allowed to sound aggressive? Yeah. Well, because he's scary. He's a scary black man. It's like, oh, you let these dudes from Alice and Change talk. You you literally have a band called Infinite Annihilators. You don't take them to hyper literally. They're talking about killing infants. Wow. Actual infants. But well, you can't take it seriously. But I like D because he wasn't afraid to, you know, call out the industry and call out a lot of shit that was now people are just discovering. It's just like, you know, like I was talking about earlier, like people no matter who I'm not gonna name drop whatever, but it's very de- it's a very demonic industry. Oh, no. I mean, it, I, the record label's been fucked up since it's been a thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's just, it's just now people. That's are the really reason why I don't, I don't, I don't give a lot of people. I don't like, think that it's just the record industry. I, just I think, think things that are fucked up all over. I would say the entertainment industry as a whole is been a place. Yeah, because like there's Harvey Weinstein. There's lots of people yeah. across the board that Woody have just Allen done like. All these people Very, talking about music because we were on that topic. Oh, yeah, no, but I, I was just saying, like, at nauseum, it's like entertainment. Brief. I don't even know if it's entertainment necessarily. That is corporate America is pretty fucked up, politics is fucked up, yeah, everything. Yeah, fucked up. It's, I would say that it's any place that you can find any place with a with high the of amount of power. It's just, it just seems to me that all these, but all these entertainers want to be political activists and all these entertainers now want to be morally right and woke and I'm just like this is why this is why I got heated earlier because it's kind of like well you gotta grow though yeah people grow but when they keep they never publicly you, acknowledge it. Show you who they are. And they never publicly acknowledge. Yeah, Charles. They never, never publicly I've, acknowledge who they were. You know, I've they, done the fucked up things. This is what I I did. Them. Like Mike Tyson has fully publicly acknowledged who he was back then. But Mike Tyson also did the work that is required to do that. Which, what you're discounting is mm-hmm. just because I've made strides and growth and recognize that I want to be better uh-huh. and do better things on, let's say, for my people or just in general, that doesn't mean that I've also done the work to look reconcile. at myself in the mirror and reconcile that. That takes therapy and, yeah, and actual. Of course. But that doesn't mean that I've done that. 
So I might. But he's done that. No, so, Mike Tyson has. Mike Tyson right, has right, done right, all the work. Right, but I'm saying but that I'm other people about... who may want to mm-hmm. like come and be politically activated and things like that, they may not have done the work that is necessarily to like grow as a person. Like yeah, like Ti and Tiny. I've been, I've been not like Ti. I just like okay, whatever. Oh, but it's it's just like I've never taken Ti seriously. But it it was like one of those things where everybody wants to be woke. Everybody wants to be an activist. Everybody wants to be, you, you know, because right now. Oh, music ain't proper, so let me go become an activist. Let me be the black voice of such and such. I'm like, where the fuck did you come from? I mean, (laughs) while I can say, yeah, that's annoying, but it's also going to take people like that to force other people to kind of acknowledge that they want to do this. I don't, it shouldn't be like that, though. Oh. Well, I think Uh, it should. What you realistically want is more people to take the Mike Tyson route, though. You want more people to take full accountability. Here's the thing, yeah. Yeah. Because if you're, yeah, here's the thing, yeah. I'm, I'm saying that I mean, that you're going to go full cycle. Because keep in mind, Giddy and Mike Tyson are about the same age. But my thing is, <laughs> not everybody is going to one. There's nothing that forced Diddy, there's nothing, there's not nothing that's nothing ever going to force Diddy to not actually even look Then I don't need you preaching to me. Not even force him to do that. Let's, let's not say that. We're not because we don't, we don't have to look at like preaching at you because I think that's another thing that people take it too personally, I guess. Some people aren't going to do the work to become self-aware and able to reconcile like, hey, I was the cause of a lot of these situations in the past and not lay the blame on them. And because I could see in a realm where I'd be like, you know what? I fucked a whole lot of people back there. And got to this position financially. And then at this position, I'm just chilling, living life. And I recognize, damn, what's happening to them is real fucked up. I want to do something about that. I not once had to reconcile what I've done to other people. I've just decided that this cause right now speaks to me and I want to do something about that. Mm-hmm. So I didn't do the work that Mike Tyson did to reconcile who he was as a person. But Mike Tyson went through a lot of trauma that most of these people aren't going through. Mike Tyson went to prison. Mm-hmm. Mike Tyson lost all of his like he lost matches. Like he, he lost everything that he, lost he his was. Daughter. Yeah. yeah he, so he had to start from rock bottom and like re become himself and learn. All right, who am I as a person? Because I don't I've think Mike Tyson drinks anymore. I don't think. He like, smokes I'm, weed. I know he smokes yeah, weed. He smokes weed. <laughs> that's. I mean, <laughs> all right. I want to. Yeah, that's about. I want to actually tell most people a thing that most people don't actually know. Mm-hmm. I'm probably drinking is probably worse for you than smoking weed. Yeah. yeah it is. <laughs> it's no, like it is. everyone's it is. like he smokes so, weed. Like, yeah. I just uh, don't think most people. But he also got punched in the head for a living, so I'll give him a pass. Go through that trauma. Like I don't know if y'all watched the uh, Boosie interview with Mike Tyson. Oh yeah. I've no. been meaning to because I'm trying. I'm just getting new to his show. So the way that he spoke to Boosie is not a way that most people would speak to someone like Boosie. He was like, he came to me just like, oh, so why are you so worried about uh what the homosexuals are doing? You gay nigga? But and he was like coming at Boosie just like, but calling him to task for all this like the crazy shit that he's been doing. But unless. And Boosie took it. 
But I guarantee if it wasn't Mike Tyson on the other end, I mean, it was someone that you respected less because we're, let's let's keep it a bean. All those niggas grew up on Mike Tyson. Grew up watching this nigga knock niggas' heads off. You grew no up matter who loving the hell this you nigga, think you idolizing are. this nigga. So now your idol is sitting in front of you mm-hmm. and chastising. You gonna take that. Mm-hmm. But Bro. there's not a lot of people that can sit across from everybody and do that and then receive it. And then there's also not a lot of people that went through the same type of trauma that Mike Tyson did to hit that personal and just inside hit that low for himself to feel like he needed to hit a new high and feel like he needed to do the work to climb back up. Mm-hmm. Let's say Diddy did fuck. Let's just use Diddy as an example because we spoke Allegedly. about it earlier. Let's say he fucked people over in contracts. That's cool because he might not have to had to do any of the work to reconcile that, mm-hmm. to reconcile, recognize now that, all right, I'm trying to provide this opportunity and this entity for people and do the revolt and recognize, hey, they're not treating us equitably or giving us any fair shot at the things that they we're speaking for or we're looking for. And I'm going to speak about that because that is not something I'm okay with, but still never done the work to reconcile the type of person that he was back there because all he's looking at is, all right, this is an issue and I'm addressing that because That's he's never fine. had the low that would require one he's to self-reflect. It. And I think that's what a lot of us want them to do. do you think, but you can't do you dictate people's Diddy, personal with growth. Diddy, with his legacy, right? Because I told you the way that people reacted to him was... They were upset. You know, I mean, it's I, I, part it, of its internet dunk culture and the yeah, need to actually but, dunk but, on somebody but, but, but and win an argument. But let's, let's keep it frank. No, let's say everybody was correct. Yeah, look, I'm saying, though, the devil always comes back to collect. I don't care who you are. And it's kind of like with Diddy, I see him like, your legacy is still there, but more has come out about you where people are now looking at you sideways like... Well, my thing is, it's not necessarily more has come out. The Diddy practices for business have always been known. He's probably second to Birdman if we're going to keep it a buck in terms of just, like, shady business practice well, in yeah. the industry. But Birdman wasn't, like... Do you think Birdman was as much as a staple? He's never tried to be it, woke. Well, it, no, wasn't, it was but never... But my, my thing is, with that is... He was yeah, wrong, too. People yes. can call Diddy to task for all the shit that he did in the but past. But at least he's trying to do some amount of good but well, not Birdman e- never really But not even that. But for what? So you can not, get more clicks and views? It's not even why? about trying to do more good because that ultimately doesn't matter. What y'all are doing is looking at a whole situation in totality mm-hmm. and telling Diddy, hey, you got to look at this whole situation in totality. Let me finish. All right. If somebody tell you, hey, I see what you're working on right now. But fuck that. You got to come back and deal with this shit in the past. You got to go back to the warehouse. You still got some shit to do in there. If, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, 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 no. Is that going to... If I'm out here preaching something and it correlates to something that I did in the past, like steal somebody's fucking masters or not pay them or some shit like that, yes, I should be held to task. I'm not saying that you should be held to task. What I'm saying is, no, they're perfectly capable of holding you to task are you as a person going to really be focused on going back there 
to deal with that right now or is your focus no, on this immediate but thing is, but no no that's apples and oranges no it's huh? not no what that i'm saying is. is it's not all right so all right quintessentially what, what he's saying is you have this you got this drama back in your past right? but you're dealing with something in the present right no one's necessarily gonna like so that means you're dealing with this thing in the present no one's gonna stop what they're dealing with now to deal to deal with what they did back then they're gonna finish what they're doing with now especially and if back what and- is back then isn't really a priority or a pressing matter that's affecting anything of right now except for how people feel what i'm doing right now is actually going to affect real things tangible things okay would you're upset about is the way you feel about something so yes that's not invalid or unimportant but to tell somebody hey we know what you're focused on right now, but what you need to focus on is this. It's never going to happen. You can't dictate. But, but isn't Diddy still active in the music business? So we can't sit up here and say. Slightly. Yeah. He's more, wow. no, he is. Well, no, it's like so, not it, in the same way. That he's wow. more of in the entertainment sphere because like he's doing like he's doing, he has producing more shows and shit like I that. I get that. But still, he's in the entertainment business still. So I can't really compare that to Diddy's situation. And I'm using Diddy as an example. But He's that, not the only person. It, it's just like... All right, so let's say me. Uh, I'm currently working on building a network. Okay. If people come and say, hey, you treated us unfairly and certain things that you had us do that you now have full ownership of mm-hmm. because uh, of us working together. Like, I have a lot of, like, assets for, like, games that I'm going to put out pretty soon. Okay. And so let's say artists and things like that have worked for me come back and be like, I feel like I'm owed something. Okay. I'm not worried about what you feel like. What I'm worried about is doing what I'm doing right now. And they can come with a lawsuit if they want to. True. Like they could come for Diddy with a lawsuit. They have, and oh, they, but the problem Diddy has actually has contracts set up, so that means they're never going to win those. Lawsuits. Yeah, and so yeah, do I. And so they're and so do I. And so they're going to lose. And so until we can sit down, and it's I feel it's time for us to sit down. That's when we'll sit down. Not when you dictate it's time, because right now I'm doing what I'm focused on. Right now, I understand what you're focusing on, but what you're focusing on is correlating into a bigger matter. I understand that, but you're part of that. So with the whole Diddy conversation, I'm, I'm not, my, 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 my set on him is not going to change. Oh no, it's not about changing. Cause that's why it's and, not about and, Diddy. And, and I'm glad that people called him out, but it's and for I'm me glad that that happened because just because white people abuse us doesn't mean we should abuse each other amongst ourselves. It's True. not about and that. It's, just like, it's also y'all take, so little account for learned behavior. Uh huh. We get we, that. We're okay. But he's so, still doing it. It's just like okay. We well, can't, I you won't can't say, say Diddy that he's is still doing it. That is not a fact. You can't point to current people that he's doing that to. He we, hasn't re- outside so of you, MGK. I don't think he has like a modern artist. So on what his you label. can say is Diddy did that in his past. So we can speak so, to so yes. How far back do we need to go to make it re- like how? How close does it need to be to be relevant? Because Danny Kane was in what but that, my he high didn't school. Do so, anything to I them. Mean, they broke up because they fell but out. There was money issues when it came to their contracts, everything else. They talked about this. So how far? See, Diddy was how old then? I got a question. Forties or thirties? I had a question. So Early. Danny D came came together on a show, right? 
Yeah. Oh, making the band. Because Diddy created them. So if I literally created a show and create you, I own this. I made you. You Fine. guys weren't a fucking Fine, group. But pay me. Pay me. I'm I still out here but performing. What, no, you're mad because of what you're getting paid. I should. Why should I? So I I'm get more. That. I'm out here performing. I get still. more of it. No, you're standing up for somebody that has no. basically stolen artistry. As no, well, let me say this. People's, if it's, it's in no the making the brand break. situation, it's a weird thing because when right. making the band, he made the show. I do believe he paid the songwriters. Like I think he paid three sixty for pretty much every. It's it's a Motown gig. Yes, okay, yeah. it's part of the reason why I kind of don't like Motown as it is. Yeah, because like as a black business, it's great, but for what they actually did for people, it's not super great. Like if you look at like where the Temptations and stuff, like yeah. none of them own any Anything, of that music. That which that is music. sad. And none of it. So I mean, I don't view. <laughs> I don't view Diddy any different from the way I view the owner of Motown. True, but Barry what Gordy, I'm saying yeah. Yeah, Barry is, Gordy. I don't know why. I but Barry Gordy not up here being an activist. Learned from Barry Gordy basically. and learned from the system. Yes. And so if Diddy does that, then does create the show and says I own everything because I created everything, and then moves forward and says, "All right, you're pretty much my last person I'm going to sign that's really just going to be um, a no name surprise." It's going to be MGK. And I'm not really super invested in this music shit. You a white boy, so if you hit, you hit. If you don't, see, I'm going to let you do your thing. I, I understand. That's not a fucked up contract. That's just me not being super invested as a record I label. That's part for the course. behavior in your 20s. But what I'm saying I is... I understand learned behavior in your teenage years. I kind of understand it in your early 30s. But once you hit that peak and you just continue no, to do shit... I had a question. It's, it's kind of like... Whatever. I have a question. Okay. Um... Do you have any um aunts or uncles? Yeah. Just doing that are, the same shit. The that um, have the same philosophies and views that they've had forever that haven't really changed their perspective. Hmm. Cause I can say my grandmother is like that. My aunt. Or older grandparents, or just any older people that my you know. My grandmother stayed the same. She's still the same. The person. I mean, she's older now, so she's got memory loss, so I can't really, I'm not really around her. My aunt was a little wild in her 20s, but she hasn't changed her eating habits. She, she, she changed a little bit, but as far as growth, I mean, yeah, I mean, it just comes with age. No, but, no, being Oh, what comes with age uh, is perspective, not even perspective, but knowing a certain amount of normalcy is inserted into life. I'm going to pay these things. I'm going to do these things. Acting this certain way is going to net this result. So I'm not going to behave that way. But that's not necessarily growth or a change in like your perspective or the things that you believe. Yeah. And so what I'm saying is if you know people in your day-to-day -day life that have grown, lived their entire life, and been pretty much the same person, it takes actual work. For you, you've done the work to say, all right, I want to have self-perspective and be able to judge and say, hey, maybe I'm the person that's the issue in this situation, or maybe certain things that I've done have caused me to be in this place. Of course. But 
you say of course like that's what everybody does and that is that's how charles speaks and that is wrong okay most people don't have that level of self-awareness and they never attain it well that that sounds like a personal issue no it's, it's not that, a personal but, issue but, really but, but to me like this conversation i i get it but we're talking about a man in his 50s and who is he 50 or is he i like don't know 40s? how old did he actually is, is that hold on let me look up his age i'm looking at it okay uh, i'm looking it up right now but He's fifty one years old. But regardless exactly. of age, it no, doesn't no, no. I mean change your that, that, you know people that are older than him that whose perspectives haven't changed. My I, grandmother is in her eighties and the same shit that she believed mm-hmm. when she was forty is the same shit that she is preaching. Learn and behaviors are actually something that is harder to get out of the older that you are. You don't just stop. And so he was entrenched but in this. He a, knows this is wrong, but but I get what you're saying, but he knows this was wrong. But he doesn't change his actions. I he don't really but he know is if changed. He, he has I changed his actions. I don't know. That's the thing. I can't say that he ever actually said 360 deals are bad. So my he's thing never is... Actually, he's never he, vocalized that. What Kanye I say, he changed his behavior. The people that are on the Revolt Network seem very happy. They seem like they're getting paid. They don't seem to have, like, a bad relationship with Diddy at, at present. They don't seem to speak ill of him in a financial. No, because I'll, I'll say this. Charlemagne did a lot of knocking on Diddy, talking about, oh, they're not paying, they're not doing this. He did that for a while and saying, oh, they're giving a little bit of money. And then Diddy stepped his shit up. Mm-hmm. And Charlemagne acknowledged, all right, he's making a change and actually prioritizing this. So I'm not saying that he was never doing the things that you say he was doing. I'm just saying that self-reflection takes a lot of work. It takes people to actually confront you with your issues, confront your, it takes you to have to confront yourself with your issues. And most people don't do that. I get it. Like I didn't confront myself with anything until I was 25 but that's because then I put myself inside of a situation where I was just by myself and not speaking to anybody by the time this nigga Diddy was 21 he was already working with Andre Harrell and signing artists and on his way to finding Biggie Mm -hmm. generally the faster pace your life goes the less time that you're really going to spend on self-reflection because especially the, when you're being successful either who you are is working yes i get that so i'm saying he and most people don't have that level of self-reflection that is required to be like hey i've done all of these things like mike tyson does they're just going to say hey i want to fix this i i I get what you're saying, and I'm. You have your opinion, and I have mine, and I'm just. Mm. I I that's just the way I feel. My I get what you're saying, and I respect it, but don't care for. Him. Oh no, I don't think that you have to like Diddy. I I, I don't, don't think that any of this is about liking him. And this goes into just artists being fake after this. Uh, in general. Uh, I I guess my, my thing entire is, thing about like big names being activists is if that 
is not necessarily about them. It's about their following. And if their entire following becomes activists because they become activists, exactly. then that's fine. I don't particularly much care because if everybody starts putting their fingers in the soup and starts caring about this stuff because Diddy just randomly decided to start caring about it, then that's a good thing. Ultimately, you're doing more good than you are bad inside of this situation, no matter how fake you may seem or you may really be. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, we'll but see. I do. I truly believe Diddy is a business person, and like his critique. But there has been massive critiques about the amount of money that they uh people put in, like companies put into African American ventures in general. Like it's just an overall critique that it's going to be harder for you, anyone inside this room, to get money than it would be if this was a room for a black, room full of white people with the exact same ideas and the exact same means. So, it's just like these, yeah, like these companies who scream out "Black Lives Matter" that won't hire black black people. You know, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's all fake to me. It's just, it's just like, okay, well, it's the right thing to I say said, at the moment. That's why I said, like, we'll see. Like mm. I, I like there, like with the police reform inside of some places, it actually took hold. Like mm-hmm. Minnesota, the police reform is there. New York is reforming pol- their police for the most part. They've the qualified they have they've made qualified immunity more strict they've they generally like the police have have more restrictions now did y'all see um when it comes segue into like black lives matter did y'all see um tamir rice's mom i think we talked about that yeah we talked about that y'all did what yeah we what was y'all Oh, y'all forgot to it. Um, um, just our that, opinion was if she's tired of seeing her ch- child's face on these things and she should just be allowed to get past this. Yeah, so don't use it if she doesn't want you to. It's not even just that, you know, people are using these, but not just her sons. Oh, no, that's why I said it got messy. Any of them. That, our overall point is if the families feel a way, then you should respect their wishes. Yeah. But it also seemed like some of it was about, like, the money aspect of it, and I would rather not comment on whether they should get paid or not get paid because that's none of my business. I know for a fact they are looking into their money. <laughs> it's like you're it's, making money off of their son's likeness. Well, not even that. Just where's you know they made about what nine million or eleven million dollars last and year and donations and stuff like that. And to all uh, then, I'm not gonna say too much because I just want the shit to break. I don't think anything's ever gonna break because this is how nonprofits have been run for God yeah, knows how long. But, but this is all par for the course. Yeah, it's just you know. This Red Cross ran the same way. I understand, you know. I just because I hit because it hit so closely, you know. Yeah, it's, to, it's it, for it, black it people, of, but you using black bodies for profit, basically. Oh uh, God, like the breast cancer foundation thing. They yeah. use breast cancer for profit. And I've been called those people out, but I just the, yeah, Susan I don't Anthony. donate to them at all. Like, but I just. You know. There are more effective places to send. <laughs> anyway, I mean, technically, the NFL was a nonprofit for a while. Yeah. So it's like the only reason why they're not is because they don't like people looking into their books. 
It's like it's completely and totally transparent what they're doing and what they're paying people. Hell, Mother Teresa was stealing money. So. I don't care about people stealing money from the Catholic Church. The Catholic Church is no, fucking loaded. No, she was stealing. I mean, she was stealing donations. I mean, the Catholic Church was stealing donations, and then she had ties to like dictators. That's where it comes muggy. Like, and everybody considers her a saint. I'm just like, I don't think she's considered to be a saint because I don't think you can be a female saint. It's a weird thing inside. No, it's online. Like she got her what Nobel Peace Prize or what the fuck it is. Nobel Peace Prize don't mean nothing. Yeah, Barack Obama has some Nobel Peace Prize. But I'm saying, but I'm saying people label label. her. I'm saying people label her as a saint. Yeah, because of philanthropy and all that other stuff. Yeah, yeah, whatever. it's kind of like, no, she wasn't. She was basically colonizing people and basically stealing money. And then uh, basically it wasn't basically, it she was. Yeah. It was the dictators and her, the way that they would do, like, you know, perform medical procedures. They wouldn't clean their stuff. And it was just a bunch of shit. Uh, but anyway. But yeah. <laughs> well, I don't have anything else. There goes know. your other tangent. Yeah, <laughs> this has been a conscious reconstruction episode. Y'all heard Trina on the mic. Hey, yeah, that's a boy Charles. I'm here. I was here He's again. Come after me. Yeah, we're out of here. <laughs> Make sure you like, subscribe, and hit that motherfucking uh, follow button. Yep. Later. <laughs>